Hello guys, thanks for joining us today on the Masters of Life podcast. I am your host, Christian, and I interview high performers from all walks of life. My goal is to share with you how they live with intention day in and day out. So without further ado, let's get it. Let's go right here on Masters of Life podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, our high performer for today is Josh York. He is an author, co-founder, and CEO of Gym Guys with a Z. Gym Guys is the number one in-home personal training providing convenient, customized, and creative workouts at a setting that works best for each and every client. It is the fastest growing fitness concept in the United States. It operates 250 franchise locations in 29 states and three countries. His book, Fuel, What It Takes to Survive as an Entrepreneur, sold 8,000 copies in two months. Josh, it is a pleasure to have you on here. How are you doing today? Oh, Christian, I appreciate it, my man. What, a, what an intro, baby. What an intro. Great job. Great intro. I'm fired up. My pleasure to jump on here. We're going to add some value. We're going to bring some high energy. We're going to break the servers, and we're going to drop a couple microphones. So let's make it happen. That's what I'm talking about. All right, so I want to start off by letting people know a little bit about your background, your history, something that has really shaped who you are today. So I'll tell you, I, I've always, uh, growing up, I've always been different, and I like to always kind of relate different to successful. You know, you have to definitely be a little weird, a little out there, and I'm not saying in like a real weird way. I just mean like weird tendencies. Like I used to wake up back in the day at like 3 o'clock in the morning and, and bike to the gym four miles each way. I had nothing to do all day. And I still to this day don't know why I used to do that. I'm just very driven. But for me, look, you know, I never really grew up with any type of money. Um, my parents always worked hard, you know, taught me obviously really, you know, what it's like to have a job, be responsible, be respectful, and, you know, what it's like to have a good work ethic. And uh, I've just always been a driven individual. I set goals. I accomplished them. I don't live by no such thing as a New Year's resolution. I have resolutions on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis. Um, I get after it. I crush it, crush it, and I crush it a little bit more. Awesome, awesome. So, okay, so you've been in business for over ten years, and I'm sure, you know, you've been doing these habits and these. You've had these certain skills that has really propelled you forward. Can you share some of the habits that you that has really made you successful? Yeah. So one thing I like to always say when I talk about talking about routines and talking about success, something that's very, very important to understand is, you know, and I like to kind of like relate this to brushing your teeth. Just stop, right? Just don't brush your teeth anymore. Just stop for like eight weeks and see what happens. Your teeth are going to rot. You're going to have some serious problems and you're not going to have a white smile like this. So what I mean is consistency. Everything is about consistency. And my routine set my day. I'm up at, I'm up at every day anywhere between 3 and 3.45, like clockwork, every single day. And I rock like that all night. I'm in bed at like 11, 30, 12 o'clock, and I do it all over the next day. I've trained my body. I do try, you know, from time to time to time throughout the day, take an 18-minute nap, only 18 minutes, that's it. That keeps me fuel and gets me going. Um, it's also part of my meditation. But my workouts are what set my routine in the morning, my sauna, my intense cardio. Um, I push myself to limits that most people would probably put themselves in the hospital. Uh, I, I like that from a, from a mental and, you know, just from a mental component from getting your mind right. As soon as I'm done with my workout and you know, I'm finished, I'm in the ice bed. It's around 25, 30 degrees. And I'm in there anywhere between usually four and a half to five minutes. Um, lots of benefits to it, but I also do a lot of that just for the, the mental toughness component of it. Because it's, you know, when you can control your breathing and control the state of where you're at, it really, it really applies to business because business is dirty and success is not guaranteed. You have to work hard. 
you have to be willing to understand that you're going to get into a very dirty situation, many dirty situations, because that's business. And I, I always like to say this too shall pass, and that applies to success, and that applies to failure. Yeah, I mean, life in general is a mental game, and you have to get yourself in the right mindset and right attitude in order to become more purposeful and to live with intention. So I want to segue here into self-education. What podcast book or influential figure do you recommend to our listeners? Yes, anyone who's looking to get into business, who's looking to be the best, and I'm not talking about any playing any games here. I mean, seriously, being the best, you need to invest in Shoe Dog. It's my favorite book. It's a story of Nike oh, that Knight. really lays out that 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 really lays out the story of what it takes to be successful. It's just that simple. You got to be willing to take the hits and get hit and get up again and get up again and get up again and never take no. And I'll tell you a quick story. Back in the day when I started Gym Guys, the website <coughs> used to be gymguysfitness.com and I needed gymguys.com. This is a gentleman out in uh, Colorado that owned it. He was asking for $48,000 for the uh, website. Obviously, I had no money. I kept contacting him, contacting him. You know, we're around like 60 attempts now. I said, like, you know what? Let me just fly out to this guy's house. Yeah, I looked him up online. I had his domain information. I, I flew to his house. Didn't have a lot of money. So I literally just hopped on a flight, not even know if the guy's home. The guy was not home. He was on vacation. And he was living in like a very rural area. And, uh, you know, I went to his neighbor's house, which was like literally like a mile away almost. And I was like, maybe this guy knows him. Maybe let, maybe let half a mile. And uh, obviously, he knew him. You know, he's like, oh yeah, they're away. They'll be back in a couple of days. So I'm like, oh, I can't stay here. I have to get back. So I left a note with the neighbor. Left a note in the guy's mailbox. Left a note in his door. He comes back, calls me. He goes, Josh, did you come to my house? And I was like, yeah, I'm so sorry. I was like, listen, I wanted you. You know, like I kept saying, I'm like, I could be your kid. Like I, you have kids my age. Like please give me the website. I need the website. On the seventy first attempt. He gave me the website for free. And my purpose and my point is, is what if I stopped at 70? What if I stopped at 68? What if I stopped at 50? If you don't drive, if you're not consistent, if you don't have the mental capacity to handle it, you will never, ever succeed. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a pretty cool story. I mean, I heard that story when you were telling jo uh, John Lee Dumas on his podcast, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, it takes that extra mile that person that would is willing to do a little bit extra to get what they want and like they say it's lonely at the top and so you'd make those little decisions that those little extra leaps of faith and you'll be rewarded tenfold and i think it goes to show there and you know we have people our listeners that are just starting out so i want to kind of segue into what advice you have for those people that are just starting to make some real dough well listen you know it depends on what business you're in but listen i would tell you right now do not spend it you know, a lot of people, you need to have, you need to have a long-term plan. You need to make sure you have money stashed away. It's very important, especially if you're trying to grow something big, because there will be challenging times and you will need money. And if you don't, if you're not smart, you don't save it and you just spend it foolishly, that will definitely hurt you. Um, but, you know, you know, my, my advice when it comes to money, look, I've never chased the money. I've always chased the vision. Money comes. You have to follow your vision. It takes a long time. It takes consistency. It takes decades, decades to be successful. People always look at the finished product. People never look at what it took to get there. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, we see these people every day, these successful people, and we never realize what it took to get there. We only see the end result. And I think there's a lot of things that go on in the back end. And I think one of those things is building strong relationships. 
I think it's important that if you can surround yourself with the right mentors, the right employees, the right partners, the right friends, family members that are supportive, then you will go a long way. And so I think I want to know for our listeners, what is what do you do to build strong relationships? I never talk about gym guys, ever. I've never done it to this day. Just build a relationship. Just build relationships. You got to plant the seed. If you expect to look outside your house, whether wherever you're calling from or listening from, the palm trees, pine tree, whatever kind of tree it is, you think that grows overnight, you're out of your mind. It takes time. It takes time. You have to water it. You have to make sure when you planted it, the soil's right. You have to make sure it's getting sunlight. It takes time. You build relationships around people and connecting with people and not talking about your business. Because, you know, honestly, I say this all the time. People don't care about gym guys. People don't care about what's in the van. People care about the relationship you build. And I always say, look, I know someone for pretty much everything. And I'm not saying that to be cocky or brag or whatever. I just, I built so many relationships over the years. I need something done. I make one phone call and I know somebody. But that's take years and years of connecting to connect the dots and make sure things move in the right direction, you have to plant those seeds out there properly. And you have to do it. And look, nowadays, it's pretty easy to do with social media. <clears throat> you can literally research people and find out everything about them and understand them more. And then when you connect with them, you be strategic about it. So what do you do when people, you know, you go to these networking events or, you know, young professionals go to networking events and someone asks them, oh, hey, what do you, what do? You do? What do you do for a living? Yeah, listen, you know, usually I, I, I'll first start off like, you know, if I see something I like, I might compliment them. You know, I might talk about the venue first. You know, I might grab a cookie and be like, man, this is a great cookie. You want one? You know, start a conversation like that and, and then get into a conversation. Get into a, you know, a good conversation with someone and then just start talking. And then the, and you just let it flow itself. Let it be natural. If you're too pushy, it's, it's just going to be too much. Yeah, which is true. And I think a lot of people, they go into these things ready to talk about their business or ready to talk about themselves. And then eventually it doesn't build a strong relationship because clearly, you know, clients and customers, they can read right through that stuff. And so for many of us, it could be difficult to stay on path. And I know you mentioned in your Instagram story earlier today, how you got screwed back in 2010. How do you stay motivated and how do you keep pushing after a difficult month or week? It's called the five minute rule. Five minutes. Here's the problem with most people. People complain. People cry. People want people to feel sorry for themselves. You got five minutes. Cry, break things, do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. And as soon as that fifth minute hits, you're done. Move forward and stop. Nothing's going to change. That's it. I've had a lot of horrible, bad things happen to me over the years. Really bad things. We'd be here way too long talking with some of the stories I could share that would literally give you instant ulcers that most people would break. Literally, their vertebrae would crack and break within a second because they would not be able to handle the pain. Move on. If you want to be successful, if you want to be big time successful, big time, you solve big problems. If you want to be a little time person and you don't want to be there, and that's fine too. That's fine. You know, have enough money, go on vacation a couple times a year, nothing too crazy, pay your bills. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to do that, you solve little problems. Big problems equals big success. Little problems equal little success. It's very simple, but it's the five-minute rule. I had one of my greatest coaches literally quit a couple weeks ago. 
one of my greatest, and this is in my corporate territory. I was devastated over it. I'm not going to lie. But five minutes, that was it. Everyone had five minutes after that. Let's figure out the plan. Let's move forward. Anyone's replaceable. Anyone. Anyone. You just got to be ready to execute on it. Do you mind letting us know an example of one of these challenges? Yeah. So uh, let's see. I'll do another, uh, you know, team member. Well, I'll refer, I like to call people our family members, but I'll refer to this one as an employee because I brought someone on board. Um, this is another individual. He's been, he was on for like six months. Um, he happened to call me the night before. It was a very big day. We had a big show I was doing, a very big show, and he was a big part of it. He quit. Didn't even tell me he quit. He just called, left a message, and said, can you meet me in the van in the morning? So I went to the van. He wasn't even there. He wrote a note, scotch tape it on the window, left the keys in the gas tank. Um, not in the gas tank, but like right by the gas tank. And he had nine sessions that day, eight, nine sessions that day. He was very busy. I had this event to do. Most people would say, all right, you know what? I guess I have to cancel all the clients. And I was in like a real tough bind because I'm actually now, I have to get to a session. So I'm on the way to a session as I'm trying to figure this out. I literally, what I did was I got everybody together, created a class that day. No one missed one session. And I'm talking like I had to like service like 22 people. I got everyone to go to a class. I told everyone they come to this class, they will get a free session. Um, they came to the class. I didn't charge anyone. Just let them come just to get the workout in. I did it. I, I managed to do it after this event, got everything in and made it work. There's always a way, always. Or what about the time when I was trying to meet, you know, trying to meet this one reporter, one reporter. I was literally casing a coffee shop for almost 48 hours. I didn't even sleep. Didn't even sleep. Just to wait for that person to come in. As soon as they came in, I ran in right away and asked what they ordered. And I paid attention because I started noticing this person had always had a coffee every day. And I could always tell it was hot because it was during the winter. And I could see when they were walking with it that it was steaming. So the next day that person came, I knew what time they came. And I was waiting there with their coffee. And I said, I just need five minutes of your time. Just five minutes. Whoa, sure. I was like, I'm not a stalker. I, like, I got to tell you about my business. And I closed the deal like that. Ended up going on a big time TV show. Got a lot of press for me. Got a lot of clients. You need to think outside. Like most people say, think outside the box. No, you need to think like there's no box. Zero box. Be creative. Okay? Or about what about the time I got that phone call when one of my trainers broke like a hundred I think it was like a $150,000 piece of art in the client's home. They by accident turned, had a bar with them and smashed it and broke it. And I got a call from the client screaming and yelling and we broke the, broke the art. Remember I told you I know a lot of people? I had that art replaced. It didn't even cost me a penny. Didn't even cost me a penny. It was $150,000. But I know people. I connect with everybody and I can go on and on telling you stories and that all the times my van is broke down and I've been stuck. I once literally was, I'm so obsessed with customer service. Like I mean, obsessed. We had a very bad blizzard and the van's rear wheel drive. So having a rear wheel drive car in the snow is like impossible, but this is probably the scariest night of my life. I'll never forget it. It was a complete whiteout. And I know like people say this on the news, they talk about like a whiteout. Like, I mean, literally, like you couldn't see anything. Like if I was standing right here in front of the light, you couldn't see it. 
I'm literally on the middle of the street with my hands trying to see the lines in the street. I didn't even know where I was. Now, I finished this client session because I had to get it in. They told me not to come, but I still came. And where I was living at the time, it was only about five minutes away. It took me four hours to get home. It was so scary, I have to tell you. But those are things that most people won't do. But you have to be willing to do those things if you want to get to the next level. Yeah, I mean, I mean, certain things, obviously mine are not that extreme, but I think one of the biggest things in, in my industry that I found has to be super valuable in building um, and doing those extra things is remembering people's names. I think it goes a long way, I think, in the book, you know, <laughs> How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's just important that you know people on a personal level and that you do those extra things that other people won't do that separates you from your competition. And so, you know, you have a successful business, you have the accolades, you have the respect, but you know, if you were on your deathbed, what would you, how would you define that you lived a significant life? Everything's about balance. People see how crazy I am, but people just don't understand. I have a balance. I have a family at home too. I don't really share my family. I'm very private about that, but I spend plenty of time with my kids, plenty of time with my wife. I balance it all out. Am I definitely crazy with my phone? Yes. Um, do I believe in like work-life balance? Eh, it's kind of hard to have work-life balance, but you can have balance when you're up earlier. You can have balance when you work smart, not harder, smarter. And when you're really able to work on your business and less in your business, you can have balance. But I have balance. I've also surround myself with great people. I put the right people in place. So I'm very satisfied. Good. And it, my, my manager says something like that too, where he says, you need to run the business. Don't let the business run you so that you can find that balance and that you don't have to be a slave to what you do. And then, so, you know, we all have that defining moment where we decide that we want to be better and we really want to create a vision for ourselves. Can you share when you had a major turning point where you're like, I want to start a business or I want, I'm not going to do this anymore. I just want to be my own boss, whatever it is, something that uh, impacted your life. Yeah. So really me, look, I, I used to drive around being depressed, man. Most people never believe that, but I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. You know, I graduated college. I was very depressed. I was working for a boss, horrible thing. Then I said, you know, let me go back into the training world. I love training. Every no gets me closer to a yes. I'll figure it out. But I used to literally be driving around saying, what am I doing with myself? I had no idea. And it all happened that one day when I went to go try to train my client and she said, I wish you can come to my house. I just don't have any equipment. And from that second, I literally became sickly obsessed. And ever since then, it's never stopped. It's only gotten worse. And here we are today, you know, fast scrum fitness brand, franchise brand. We've broken every record possible in the industry. We'll continue to scale. I always say the vision. I call it the guarantee. No ifs, ands, or buts. I'm not being cocky. I'm just being real. People say I talk a big game, but I back it up every time. We will be the largest fitness brand in the world in the next 15 to 20 years. The chances of that not happening, you have a higher probability of seeing elephants fly. You mark my words on that. Oh, man, I love the confidence. All right, look, I want to stray a little bit here from the, from, uh, the questions because I do want to ask what advice do you have for people that are just starting out? Because I know there's a lot of people who want to hear from somebody like you, someone that's really, really successful in their field. You have to follow your passion because when you follow your passion, you love it. You have to love what you do. You have to love it. Then you need to buckle up and be patient. You need to be consistent and you need to put that work in every single day, but it all starts with the vision. If you don't start with that vision first and you don't have that clearly painted in your mind, you know, look, I never started this with a business plan. 
People are like, I gotta start a business plan. My business plan was right here. You have to put that vision in your mind, paint that picture on a blank canvas, take out that paintbrush, you paint it, and you obsess over it every single day. Tell yourself you're number one. I'm the best. I tell myself that every single day. You're gonna sit here and tell myself I'm number two? I believe I'm one of the baddest people in the world. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care who has to say that. I don't care. I, I don't care what anyone has to say. I believe that. I believe that. I know I will be the greatest to go down in history. I believe that. A lot of people don't know about me yet. That's okay because I've been hibernating the last 10 years building this business, but now I'm coming out to play and a lot of people are starting to learn about me now and that's okay. I'm obsessed about that. I'm obsessed over creating success for my family my family here at Gym Guys, all the future businesses we're gonna to continue to grow and scale. But you have to have a vision, you have to be patient, and you have to be passionate. Those are the three things that are very important. And the fourth one to add in, which also talks about consistency really, is being relentless. Never, ever stopping. The reason most people never get to the next level is because they quit, they, don't, they, they just don't make it through. They can't handle the pain. They can't handle the sacrifice, the challenges. You will feel a lot of pain. You know, when you get bad news, and you're like here, you get that anxiety feeling in your pit, your stomach. I've become numb to that feeling over the years. Numb. Because practice makes permanence. Not perfect. People say practice makes perfect. Practice makes permanence. You have to perfect your craft. Sharpen those tools every single day and be a relentless animal. I'm getting so fired up right now that I can eat. I literally want to eat my screen. Like that's what I want to do. I want to take my screen and I want to start just biting it apart and chewing it because you know what? I'm so passionate about what I do and I'm so driven by my dream and my vision. And what we're going to do is that I get myself fired up all the time. And that is what's needed to be super successful. Do you fire yourself up or do you listen to things that fire you up? Listen to certain music. What do you do to get fired up? Well, I love music. I'm a big music guy. I love music. And I really, I love everything. Mostly I love hip hop, but I love all types of music. Very, very into music. But honestly, my mind, my mind is programmed unlike anyone else. It really is. I literally, I literally just challenged someone two weeks ago. They wanted to try a cardio workout with me. They literally almost, pay, like, after, like, the first, they couldn't even complete the first set. Like, I am just, I just do things that are so uncomfortable. Like, literally, like, I, I want to die sometimes. That are so uncomfortable, but I push myself. Because that's why my, my mind gets tougher and tougher and tougher. I always tell people, like, literally, take a ladder, go into a busy place, supermarket, shopping center, wherever. Go on top of the ladder, climb to the top, be careful. I don't want you falling. And I want you to sing in front of everyone, get everyone's attention and start singing Whitney Houston, I'll always love you on the top of your lungs. That's very weird. That's very uncomfortable. But if you do that, you'll be very successful because you have to be okay with being uncomfortable to get comfortable. People think when I do keynotes and whether I speak in front of 10 or when I speak in front of three, 4,000, people think that, you know, I'm not nervous. What are you kidding me? Come on. Of course I'm nervous. I use that as energy. I use it as fuel. That's what fuels my drive. That's what's got to fuel your drive, everyone else's drive. If anyone else tells you that and they're not nervous, they're lying to you too. You're a human being, just like I am. Just some people are real about it. Some people aren't. But you can start a business with no money. If you have this 
and you have your drive, all you're going to do is win. Yeah, I mean, I have a, I don't know where I read it. It was maybe an article or a book or a talk or something. But they said, like you said, get uncomfortable so you can grow, right? And they said, what we do every morning is we get coffee. Every time you go to get coffee, ask for a discount. And I know that'll make you uncomfortable. But if you continue to do things that make you uncomfortable, then they become comfortable. And then you can just add to your repertoire of doing things that are uncomfortable. Yeah. And so I want to wrap up here. That was, oh my God, you're so good. All right. But I want to ask this last question uh, because we forget the little things and why we sometimes do what we do. So let's end the podcast with what are you grateful for? Listen, I'm grateful for my family at home, my wife, my kids. I'm grateful for everyone here and, you know, in my gym guys family. And I'm grateful for like all the people that show me love. You know, it's really great. You know, ever since I became really big on social media and it's been growing a lot like crazy. I get a lot of love and it's really a great thing. I got to tell you. So I'm grateful for it. You know, I show a lot of gratitude and, uh, you know, it's just, it's just nice that, uh, I can help people, you know? Yeah. I mean, for, for whatever, for what it's worth, I mean, I promise, you know, whatever you, or if someone comes to me and asks for help when I become successful, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to attribute that to you. You know, some guy came to me and he was really successful and he gave this little podcast the time of day. And so that's why I'm going to help you. So for whatever it's worth, I promise you that, that I'll do that. Um, Josh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending time with me. And uh, where can people, where can people learn more about you, your business and your book? Yep, absolutely. And I appreciate those kind words. You can find me on Instagram at Josh York GG. You can call me on LinkedIn at Josh York. My book, you can get it on Amazon, sold in pretty much every bookstore. Um, Fuel, what it takes to survive as an entrepreneur. And if you want to learn more about the business or franchising, you visit gymguys.com. And uh, that's really it. And look, man, the reason why I do things like this is because no one ever paid attention to me. And I'm not saying you're a little guy by any means, but you're starting out and that's okay. But no one ever paid attention to me. And I used to hate that. And it's a horrible feeling. But you know what? It's great to do great things, but it's also right to do the right thing. You know? So most people, you will message they're not going to pay attention to you. I'll tell you right now, no way. You can, you can send someone 100 messages. I try to answer all my messages, and it's very overwhelming at times, but you got to do the right thing, man. It's just good because you know what? You can be one of the greats. The question is, are you going to make yourself one of the greats? And if you are, well, you remember that I, I showed you some love and helped you, and that's how everybody grows. It's just that simple. Noted, Josh. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you for an amazing interview, amazing value. I know my listeners took a lot out of it. I will see you guys next week here on the Masters of Life podcast. So guys, that wraps up today's episode of the Masters of Life podcast. I want to thank you guys for joining us, and I hope you took really valuable notes. Take action, subscribe, share, let people know, and we'll see you again next week. Let's get it, let's go, right here on the Masters of Life podcast.